0: People will buy from you forever if your mechanics are good, but if your motivation to them is excellent. So they're watching, how do you make them feel? What's the energy? What's the tone? What's the pacing? And that's why I always tell people, it's like you need to take some type of thought leadership training or speaker training or communication training that allows you to play with your tone, your pace, your melody, your pitch, so that you can learn to communicate in a way that makes people feel energized, makes them feel better. multi-millionaire or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high performance mode to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course How do you keep people buying from you forever? Big promise, right? But that's a challenge, and it's a big fear a lot of people have too. They say, well, Brendan, this all sounds really great, dude, but uh, how do I make money next month? Or they say, you know, I I have all these other responsibilities. How can I get into this game? Well, first and foremost, let me share this with with you. Your results are only going to come as fast as you begin. You know, you got to get into the game at some point, which is a big thing to learn. You know, it's a big hurdle to overcome that you can just start without anyone's permission, without any certifications, without any fancy stuff, just start sharing and see what the result is of you sharing stories and wisdom, pieces of advice. I mean, if all you did is every week, you just started saying, hey, here's five ways to improve your life. That would be a beginner. You know, that would just get out there. People wanna hear from you. Believe it or not, people want to hear from you. At first, it'll be very few people. But for me, you know, it was like 10 people, and then it was 100, then it was 500, and then it was 600, and then it was 1,000, then it was 4,000, then it was 10,000, it was 30,000, it was 50. I still remember when I got my 50,000th email. I still remember when I got my 500th email. I remember when I got my first five, because I met them at a conference, I put them in my email provider. I think that's called spam these days. But anyway, you know, that's how it all started. I had no idea what I was doing. I just started talking with people, networking, putting up opt-in pages, OVOs as you learn in the first session. This session's about how do you get people buying from you forever? How do you make a long-term career at this? And there's some very, very simple things to do. Let me share it philosophically and then go a little more tactically for all of you. First and foremost, the most important thing you must learn, the most important thing you must learn about your customers is this thing that we call at, at Experts Academy, their ambition line. What does that mean? Their ambition line. Well, you know, when you meet your customers or when you talk with your potential customers, people who might buy your courses uh, online, if you build an online training program or join your membership site, or people who might buy your book or go to your seminar or hire you as a life coach, business coach, business consultant, like all of that, you have to know where are they starting, where are they starting, and where do they ultimately want to go? And the way to think about this is to realize that every one of us starts somewhere and you have to be speaking to them and you have to be talking about this path to get somewhere. So I'll give you an example, the ambition line. How do I get customers coming back over and over and over again? Well, I create programs. I create programs that take them through sort of their ambition line. The more beginner programs, these beginner programs usually are lower priced. And the more advanced programs are higher priced. Now. In our next module, I'll be talking a lot about what that means and how to create product suites as we call them. But for now, all you need to know is your job in this session is to sit down and say, you know, if I'm gonna be teaching something, where would somebody begin? If you're teaching parenting, right, where would they begin in parenting? Well, they begin with an infant. Right, And their ultimate goal in parenting is to have happy, successful, productive, good human being adults. Right? There's an ambition line. I'm going to start with having the baby, and then I'm going to have a happy, successful adult. That would be an example. Their ambition line grows from one point. Same thing. Well, you know what? Brennan, I want to become an online trainer. Great. Online trainer. You want to become an online trainer. Great. Well, that might start with finding out what your content is like what do you want to teach, helping you develop curriculum, all the way to developing a global brand, doing that where you're an author, speaker, coach, seminar leader, online trainer who's worldwide recognized. You kind of start small, go big. And the way that you make sure that you're continually serving those around you and building your brand and frankly making more money is that you are always aware to your customer's ambition line. Where do they want to go? And an easy way to think about that, to bust it down a little bit, is think about the skills that they would have to develop to get up there. Let me give an example of ours, right? Uh, I have programs where someone, let's say you want to do what I do, right? You might want to really develop this. Well, we've got this program, where we're giving you a understanding of the practices and the big picture. But then at some point, well, maybe maybe you want to learn how to do specific online marketing for specific programs that's more advanced. You wanna become a speaker that gets paid a little bit more and your ambitions go up and up and up. We'll have different levels of advancement for the programs. This is another way to think about it. Again, this is your beginner. This is your intermediate. And this is your advanced. So what I like to tell trainers, people who really want to make sure that they're well-rounded, but that they also have people buying them forever, I say, look, most of your business is always going to come in here at the beginner level. But a lot of people, they're going to want to go to the next step with you and the next step with you. It's called in the education space, continuing education, right? Where they go, it's just like when you went, let's say you got your degree in psychology in college. Right? You had psychology 101. Do you remember that? If you were in psychology 101 in college, you remember you had a couple hundred kids around you who were taking it? Psychology 201, you had less students. By the time you got up to your master's degree, you're with like 10 dudes or girls. It was like, wait, where did everybody go? Well, there were a lot of people who were interested in it, but not a lot of masters. Does that make sense? So your job is to be thinking, well, how can we go Higher. How can we build programs that advance with them? That's how you get somebody to buy from you forever, right? I've got students who started with a book of mine. They bought Millionaire Messenger. They were totally new. And then one day I saw them in a mastermind that was $50,000. That was because they could graduate as they grew up. You might have a seminar as an example, You might have a seminar that's kind of entry-level, beginner seminar, a little less expensive. At that seminar, then you say, if you want more advanced stuff, I've got this other thing. It's not right for everybody, but if you're looking for the mastery level, here it is. Colleges do this, universities do this all over the world. We do it in the thought leadership space too. Unfortunately, a lot of trainers have, when they've talked about this, they've focused more on the money pieces than helping their people advance. So they just kept selling things that were more and more expensive and the industry got a very bad name because it was like upsell, 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 upsell and it never stopped and it wasn't related to skill development. Your job is to think as a trainer in adult learning theory where you're gonna be focused on two aspects at the outset. One is their skill development. What skills would they have to develop? The next level you want to be thinking about is character development. I know not a lot of people use that in our industry, unfortunately. Just They just haven't had an education-type background, which is fine, but your job is to think about, well, how do they become a better person, too? Right? There's one thing to become more tactical or proficient at something, but how can we make a person feel better and be better at, what they're doing. Then the last level is more at the social development level or the contribution development level, depending on how you want to phrase it. Contribution, I'll just write it out for you so guys can see it. These three levels, if you're continually advancing your messaging in all of this, advancing your messaging in all of this, then things start to get really warmed up, like me right now in the sun. <laughs> you know? It's like your job is to say, okay, what's the beginner, what's an intermediate, what's an advanced? So what I actually encourage you to do is a very, very simple activity. Pull out a piece of paper right now, put three columns on that piece of paper. At the top, here, I'll actually help you draw this if it helps you. I want you to figure out what's your topic. Okay, what is your topic? Let's say, as an example, your topic is marketing. Okay. What would be a beginner level conversation? What would be an intermediate level of conversation? And what would be an advanced conversation? That's what I want you to think about what's the beginner? So you write like, what are people say? What do I write there? I say, well, you can write, what are their skill sets? What communication or language, or I just like to say, what phrases do they use? What struggles are they trying to overcome? What level of support do they need? What type of systems might they need to master? What type of strategies might be different? Right? These are all very different levels of conversation, aren't they? Very, very different. But that's your job as a trainer. Because if you can switch your mindset a little bit of of understanding you're just not some social media marketing kid or person, but you're actually somebody who's gonna help them develop over the life cycle of their time with you. That's how you start to become world-class at this. Cause I can share with you, I have a lot of friends in the industry and even some peers, I always get disappointed a little bit with, I go, you know, if you would advance your messaging, you'd be able to advance your client's development as people, as contributors, as customers. Wouldn't it be cool if we could just think about that a little bit? So, Think of whatever your topic is. Maybe your topic is parenting. Maybe it's um, quilting, (laughs) you know, or knitting. Maybe it's horse training, dog training, cat training, whatever your topic is that you want to teach and you want to monetize from. Maybe it's how to eat healthier. Maybe it's how to work out. Maybe it's how to be a fitness, uh, be more involved in fitness. Maybe whatever that topic is, I can promise you every topic in the world, every topic in the world, can be monetized in one way or another. There's somebody doing it somewhere where they're trying to say, how could I get better at that? And if you meet that ambition, you meet their ambition, and you're thinking like, where would the beginner be? And what are they struggling with? Where's the intermediate? Where's the advanced? And you start tailoring your training and your messaging to these types of ideas. What skills do they need to develop? How do they talk? What's the languaging, the phrasing? What struggles do they deal with? What support do they need? What systems and what strategies would they implement that's different here, here, and there? Then what you have is a more comprehensive approach to your support of them. Does that make sense? And now you're able to develop better products for them. Even if you just think, look, Maybe this is just one product. You might have a a training course on a specific topic. Let's say you're teaching knitting, okay? Or you're teaching cake decorating, okay? Well, you could have one module. This is beginners cake decorating. Module number two, more intermediate cake decorating. Module number three, more advanced cake decorating, right? You can go more and more advanced as you go through your training. This could be one program, right? Module one, two, and three. Or this could be multiple programs. Product one, product two, product three. This could be chapter one, two, and three, or this could be book one, two, and three. But I want you to start thinking about the life cycle of your students and how they might achieve what they're after. And with that, a very simple philosophical um, idea for you. I want you to start seeing your audience, not as customers, not as buyers, which are not as prospects. And this is the way the, the old school online marketing used to talk about all this. I would say a lot of them still do it just because uh, I, maybe they have different priorities or values than I do sometimes. But what I would suggest is you start seeing, seeing your audience as students. Because when they are students, not disciples, not buyers, not followers, but students, you take it on your shoulder to help them. Just like a a first grade teacher wants to not just teach the kids to be well-mannered, but to be better in their character. You start to think about your students' hearts. You start thinking about their souls, their families, their communities. I mean, you take it seriously. I take it very seriously. I don't look at, I'm not gonna finish this training and look at how many people watched it and go, oh, look at my numbers. I'm gonna be like, oh wow, that was somebody's life. Some people in this industry, the reason they don't last is because they get disappointed in the number of views. They say, oh, well, Brandon, only 100 people watch that. And I go, what do you mean only 100 people? Only 100 people? That's 100 different human beings whose lives you touched. That's not enough for you? I think we have to be very careful about our ego and keeping that ego in check today, you know, where you have... uh, a world of people trying to do things only for recognition and view count. Look, I was doing what I'm doing now when nobody was following me. This is my career. This is my passion to teach, to inspire, to instruct other people. I was doing this before any of the money, before any of the people around giving the awards, before you know, the, the recognition from you know, Oprah Winfrey Network or Success Magazine or all the amazing you know, hundreds of thousands of students that we've graduated, before any of that. I was doing this. You have to decide why are you in this? Look, 10 students are just as good as 100 or just as good as 1,000 if your heart's in the right place. If your heart's in the wrong place, there'll be never enough for you. You'll keep chasing that next view count. And I'm like, you know what? If you got 10 views when you first started, that's okay. You keep at it, those 10 will grow. But don't forget, that's still 10 people's lives. They watched that video before they went to dinner together. They watched that video before they went to work. They read that book when they're in their real bed at night, reading your book, your word. They're turning the pages and appreciating your words. They're listening to your podcasts and you're making somebody's day better. Never get away from that. Don't forget that. It's more than just the view or the sell, it's about the students. And if you can take that back in, then you'll be driven forever. Why will they buy from you over and over and over again? because you care about them, period. Hey all, it's Brendan, and I wanna make sure that you go check out growthday.com. It's an all-in-one personal development platform where you can do everything you would like to do for personal development in one place. You can capture your mindset journaling, set your goals, track your habits and improve them, take wellness challenges, and learn from the highest-powered, highest-paid, most respected motivational teachers, wellness coaches, and life coaches in the world, live, every week. One trial, we just call it Starter, that's where you're just using the tools. You know, it's the mindset journal where we prompt you with tons of research-backed prompts to help you become more positive, confident, self-aware, and happy. We've got your goal tracking system. That's where you set your personal development goals and reminders, so like reminders to meditate or reminders to call your partner and flirt or you know, reminders to make sure that you do this one project. It's also got, importantly, your habit tracking system. This is where you can track your high performance habits, which we teach you to do. And then you receive targeted scores and recommended videos to improve those. Our pro level now includes live classes. You know, we've got the best teachers in all of personal and professional development period in the app. These folks all charge over $50,000 for a one hour keynote, but they're live every single month in growth day teaching for 45 minutes. Then we have what we call all access. And that's where you get the tools plus the live classes, but also over 20 deep Dive, powerful, life-transformative courses. So these courses, these classes, these are things that would cost over $3,000 a month to access. But Growth Day Pro, as an example, is less than a buck a day. Your personal development is worth a dollar a day. Your access to these people is worth a dollar a day. But you can start free right now when you go to growthday.com. You know, I, I, there's a lot of people I followed at one point or another, and then I was like, ah, you know, I, I don't think I'll read their next book, because I, I saw that they, they, they weren't being generous with their students, or I, I saw that they weren't of integrity. And I think it's really important for you to know your students watch you. I know you guys watch me, every little move I make. I mean, I've saw comments like, don't put a marker on your shirt, Brendan. <laughs> you know, I love that you guys care about that kind of stuff, and I appreciate you watching out for me. Uh, it's very generous and kind of you. But... It's important that your students know that you care and that you're thinking about their development, not just tactically. And you know what? Some people will say, yeah, but Brendan, if you start talking about character with people or you start talking about soul with people, then, you know, what are they going to, you know, they might judge you. They might say who you think you are. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. Teach anyway. Look, there's a lot of really great teachers. I had a great teacher named Linda Ballou. She changed my life in high school. And I don't remember her just for uh, what she tactically taught me to do. I remember her cause she made me feel good. And she made me feel like I was a good person and that I could grow and I could give. So how are you making outside of this, if you look at all of this, this is a strategy to think about curriculum in some way or another. We're gonna talk more about that tomorrow specifically. But at the end of the day, there's something that's happening here. And that magical element that's gonna make you more effective is the feeling that you're conveying. You're conveying a feeling to your students. What is it? How positive is it? How energized is it? How vibrant is it? How caring is it? you need to be thinking about not just their skill development, their character development, their social development, but you need to be thinking about huge, their emotional reality. I tell people all the time, hey, look, uh, my events, even my technical stuff is as much personal development as it is technical. Because you and I both know, you know lots of technical things you can be doing You've got tasks and things you're supposed to do, but you don't do it because emotionally you don't feel like it. So your job, whether you want to step in that mantle or not as an instructor, is as much motivation as it is mechanics. And people will buy from you forever if your mechanics are good, but if your motivation to them is excellent. So they're watching, how do you make them feel? What's the energy? What's the tone? What's the pacing? And that's why I always tell people it's like, you need to take some type of thought leadership training or speaker training or communication training that allows you to play with your tone, your pace, your melody, your pitch, so that you can learn to communicate in a way that makes people feel energized, makes them feel better. You know, you need to vary who you are throughout this process to meet them where they're at emotionally and to lift them Emotionally, lift skill set, lift emotion, and you start to really get long term clients. Does that make sense? So, build programs that take them on this path, and then ultimately, absolutely ensure that emotionally you're meeting them. Next level, let's go another level. Why will people stay with you and buy from you forever is going to also come down, and this is really, really important. Your consistency, which we keep talking about over and over and over and over again. Your consistency over and over and over again. Let's assume value because we've already talked about skill acquisition, character development, social contribution, and emotion. Why will they keep buying from you? This is huge. They will keep buying from you because you will continue networking and engaging Partners, It is critical, if you want lifelong growth contribution in this industry, you need to know the other leaders. So who is in your topic area? If you teach knitting, who else is teaching knitting? You know, If you teach parenting, who else is teaching parenting? Do you know them? Are you at conferences with them? This is huge because look, the pie of students who you can reach, at some point falls outside of your control. You kind of hit a ceiling of the number of people who can be introduced to your work, right? You can be consistent all day long, all over social media, but at some point you'll still tap out. But if you're networked in the industry, then you'll always have new people to introduce their audiences to your OVO, remember? Opt-in value offer. You'll have new people to share links to your work to your blog. I'm always amazed how people want to become a blogger and they don't go to an expert's academy or bloggers world. Uh, You know, someone wants to be followed in and they want to be influential in the tech scene, but they've never been to Silicon Valley. I'm just like, why would you not? There's a part of design your own fate, sure. And then there's another part that says, you know what? Decide to leverage the network that exists. There's so many people who can introduce you to their people. But you gotta get out there and do the research. So you wanna be a relationship coach? How many books have you read on relationships and how many of those authors have you met? Because the more of them that you meet and network with, the more you're able to meet their students and impact more people, right? I'm, I, I can tell you, when we're at Experts Academy, you know, a couple hundred or thousand people at every one and you just see all these people and they're networking, I've already found out and I've already heard over and over, They follow up with that person, they did a promotion over here, their brand grew. It's over and over. Your network is gonna provide the access to new students. So solopreneurs, stay at home folks. Entrepreneurs, you don't have a lot of time, energy, effort. Here's what I have to say, get to conferences. It's vital that you get to conferences, both conferences that other experts in your space attend and then conferences that um, your students potentially attend so that you understand like who else is leading them, who else is impacting them, how else can I reach more people? It really comes down to your networking and your engagement with your partners. What I like to tell people is if you don't have 10 consistent partners that you're working with to grow each other's lists and reach and brands in your topic area, you haven't really begun yet. And you've done a lot and hey, you might even be uh, you know, very, very wealthy at what you do, but your limit has been self-imposed. You know, your growth is going to come from who else do you now know that you keep in consistent communication with? I know you might already know that, but let's do the gut check accountability again here. How's your calendar looking? In the next six months, what conferences are you going to? We're going to meet more people in your space. In the next six months, What social settings or events or masterminds are you doing to bring together the people in your industry in the next six months? Where's that interview you're going to have to go and interview a new expert in your area so you can learn from them, network with them, provide value to them? Um, You know, every business, including local small businesses behind me and this out there, if they don't know their neighbors, it's going to be a lot harder to maintain foot traffic. If you don't know your neighbors and the people in your industry, it's going to take a lot. It's going to be very, very, very difficult. Okay. Last piece that I like to share on this idea is very, very simple. And that is, okay, so we talk about consistency. We talk about networking. Let's talk about that old idea of your funnels. I want to, since this is our last session, uh, in our next session, I'm doing some Q and A, but this OVO process that I taught you at the very beginning opt in, value, offer. The way that you have lifelong students is you extend this. You have more OVOs, more OVOs, more OVOs. And the more of those that you have, the longer the conversation you have with your students. See, if you just Get an opt-in, make a value, make an offer, make a sale. That's good, but no more value, no more offers, no more value, no more offers. They run out of ways to learn from you, right? They they just they say, well, you know, he was great, she was great, I'm out. Without your continuing development, your new products and programs, they're out. But here's the thing: at some point, they will hit what we call terminal with you. Sounds very uh, (laughs) kind of. Kind of scary, really, um, but it's not. What it means is at some point, they, they bought your books or they didn't buy your books, they saw your courses or they didn't, they follow you or they didn't, and now what do you do with them? You still have their email. They, you still have them in your network on social feed. Now your job is to think beyond your own offerings, and now it's for you to introduce your audience to affiliates or other teachers, right? It's basically for you to take your audience, once they've gone through all your stuff, and they've been on your broadcast list forever, at some point you gotta say, you know what, let me, affiliates, let me introduce you to other expert resources. You know, this is where your business really goes to another level, is when you realize, hey, you know what, you can only teach so much. Maybe you're teaching parenting. Parenting is your topic. You're doing a great job teaching parenting. But at some point, you also recognize that you know a lot of the people you're teaching, a lot of your students, they're, they're struggling with their finances in parenting. But you're not a financial expert. You're not about that. So maybe what you do is you send an email out to all those, those folks after they've been through everything, they've seen all the offers, <clears throat> they've, you've offered everything you've got, and you say, you know what? I want to tell you about this other expert I know who helps people in personal finance. She has a CD course. It's a really great CD course. I'm going to recommend it to you because a lot of people you're struggling with your finances and that's why your parenting sometimes isn't where you want it to be. So tell you what, go buy her CD. She's, spe- she's made a special deal just for us. And just so you know, if you buy it from her, I also get compensation as an affiliate for it, but I know this is a product that so many people needed. I just wanted to recommend something. You recommend something to them, they purchase it, you get a piece of that, it's called affiliate marketing, Right, you get a commission from that from that person, but you know what happens? You fear that, oh, they're gonna go with that teacher now, they're gonna leave me. They're gonna stay with you more because you made a good recommendation for them. Now, you're like their go-to source, you're like a curator that's helping them on their path to growth, so accountability check. How many OVOs or how many affiliates do you have that you can send your students to? One person, two, four, five, ten. 10? See, if you care about your students, you would say that, well, Brendan, I just want them to achieve their ambitions. And you could step away from the ego that dominated our industry in the 80s and 90s where everyone thought, They were the end all be all expert. And now you can become a curator and say, you know what? I know I can't teach them anything, but I know they struggle with this. So let me do my homework and let me do their homework. Let me find the recommendations I can make for my audience so they can continue to grow beyond me. Does that make sense? When you make recommendations beyond yourself, You show that you are gracious. You show that you have their end in mind, not just yours. You show that you have expertise. You show that you have the one thing that everybody wants, perspective. You could ask me almost any topic in the world and I go, I know somebody for that. That's not because I'm so lucky. It's not because where I grew up. It's because I said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to master my little domain here. I'm going to, Figure out what do I know? What do other people want to know? And then I'm going to serve them in that way. So your depth of your recommendation list is also directly correlated to your height in revenue growth. It is correlated, the depth of your recommendations is coordinated and correlated with the height of your student retention. So start thinking about that. I want to see your list Who do you recommend for what topic and why? Like if you don't have that for your students, you're still just beginning. I promise just these three pages I just showed you, here, here, and here, well thought out, well planned, well journaled, well executed. That's a simple 10X mechanism to grow your Thought Leader brand. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I wanna jump in one more time.